Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? on your Friday morning and uh, downtown Grand Rapids is foggy it's 69 degrees it's foggy in Wyoming at 70 degrees it's beautiful in uh, Rockford 68 and 67 and Ada right next to Rockford and foggy so it's kind of floating around Holland 71 so yeah be ready for that it's gonna be 90 today thunderstorms tonight overnight low is 63 tomorrow thunderstorms high of 87 degrees (laughs) Hey, well, uh, we actually, you have uh, big plans tomorrow night. We're going to talk about that in just a little bit. Uh-huh. Ladies' night with people in the industry, Steve. Ooh, yeah. Industry ladies' night. Yeah. One Sorry, of our... you weren't invited. I was. Yeah. I, was. <laughs> <laughs> I, de- I politely declined. Yeah. You were, like, slightly offended and politely declining. I think that makes That's sense. That's a good one, Steve. <laughs> Steve makes it funny right out of the gate. I know. Punch out, go you home. You can just uh, run the show today then, Steve. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Go ahead, Steve. Well, run the show. Hi. I'm Steve on the radio. I'm yeah. talking about radio things. Steve Call gets, in right now, 616-600-9570 to talk about radio things. How you go into old-timey <laughs> yeah. voice. Hi, Steve. What are you going to do today on the show? You're running the show. I'm going to make uh, Christine buy or make me a sandwich and then yeah. maybe buy me one because I don't know if she has any sandwich materials. Oh, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Hopefully. You run the show. I'm going back to bed. <laughs> Hopefully some man in Christine's life has provided her with money to buy you a sandwich. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Steve has hyperhidrosis. Is that right? So, like, uh, yes. he gets sweaty hands when he gets nervous, and he would electrocute himself trying to run this show. Oh, that he would was be standing so funny. where I'm standing right now. It'd be like <laughs> when I had to run the show. What was it for two days or three days? Is that when you Connie? did it with Melissa? Yeah, yeah. I had the a member of the Click of Six. Oh yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Connie and I were gone, and you stayed. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yeah, you guys were in Ireland or whatever. Uh, I think so. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know why you do that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was uh. I was pretty sweaty that whole time. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> and she even probably brought you edibles to calm you down. <laughs> she definitely brought me food. Yeah, she makes her own, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, hey, let's kick this uh, show off with our ride-in song. Now, Christine, the ride-in song, we start the dance party with at 9 o'clock. We have a dance party every Friday at 9, so from 9 excited. until 10. Thump, thump, thump. Gets you going into the weekend, hopefully. Yes. It's our way to wrap up the week. So let's get to thumping. Okay. See, look green. <laughs> Someone's a little uh, attempted at bossy today. I know. Get to thumping now, man. Go make, let's go make Christine uh, broadcast for the whole show in front of Rosa Parks and uh, <laughs> do construction updates. I mean, be careful what you're asking for, baby girl. Okay, so Christine, this weekend, let's talk a little bit about your weekend. Okay. Uh, we have a coworker. Let's make everyone nameless. Okay. So we have a coworker whose man is leaving town. Well, actually, he will be in town. She's just kicking him out for the day. Oh, <laughs> the night too, right? Yeah, I think yeah for nighttime. He she's kicking like, him hey, out. Like, hey, boo, to go... go stay at Frank's house. Yeah, you're good to go. 
Yeah, something like that. Okay, so the house is going to be hers for the night. So she, about a couple months ago, contacted every local female, pretty much, in our market. Is that about <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, a, definite, a chunk of us, that's for sure. Even people we're against, yeah, which, you know, which I think is great. Competitors. Technically, they, <laughs> she would be our competitor as well, So, mm-hmm. uh, but it's in our building, right? And uh, you're doing an intense radio girls' night. Yes, that's tomorrow night. Should be fun. So what do you do on an intense radio girls' night, other than uh, tell us all about it on Monday? Uh, eat. I'm assuming. Which does not tie in with what you told me off the air, by the way. What did I tell you off the air? That you're eating too much and you don't, you don't want to eat as much. No, I literally Was said that. Was I not that. supposed to say that? Oh, it's okay. Oh, okay. I have been eating too much. Me too. That's why I thought, I mean, we were bonding on it. And yeah. She's like, I <laughs> need to. our bellies were grumbling. She's like, I need to watch my weight. And I start laughing and she's like, it's not funny. And I'm like, read your shirt. What does your shirt say, Christine? Hungry, hungry. Human hungry, hungry hippos. You are very hungry, hungry. <laughs> yeah, which I just got a kick out of. Oh, that is kind of funny. Okay, so other than eating, maybe some adult beverages. Oh, that's happening okay. for sure. You almost swore again. I saw no, that. No, I didn't. Steve. Yeah. You I was saying for sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> you guys don't trust me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I've it used... was one time There's and it precedent. was a slip yeah. up. I've literally used the delay more on Christine than I ever have in my career. <laughs> since, like, I'm like, you know this, I know we're all just kind of shooting the bull, but, you know. But we are. We, there are rules. Yes, there are. Yeah. I would say that is the hardest part of our job. That is not really? swearing. The hardest part of our job is not swearing. Yeah. You know what's funny? Because I have a pretty bad mouth. I check myself a little bit here and there as much as I possibly can. But I, I have a little bit of what they call a potty mouth. Mm-hmm. And I've never had that much of a problem with it. I mean, ever. I've been really good about that. That one time that where I said the S word. That was only my second time ever accidentally saying a swear word on the air. And then those other 17 times when she was talking about <laughs> management on the air. Right, I know. It was awkward. It was awkward. Uh, and like, why would you swear about your boss? Who does that? Not like the WWE back in the uh, 2000s made millions of dollars off of making their boss the enemy. That's very true. <laughs> the number one thing you can do. So is that what it's going to be, a complaining party about people's bosses, do you think, this weekend? or do you No, think it'll I be... think it's going to be fun. Um, some of us haven't all met each other, so yeah. it'll be a first, and I think it'll be fun. you got to send... I, I think... Um, we all could use a little girls' night from time to time. Hamburger. Uh, guys could use a girls' night as well. You know what I'm saying? Hamburger. <laughs> yeah. You got to make sure you say hi to Maitland, though. The, the one name I, I definitely want to mention because she is one of my favorite people ever. She mm-hmm. used to work in our building, and now she's out of town. So she's driving into the, in for that as well. Yes. That's going to be Jackson. A, from Jackson. Mm-hmm. Jackson, uh, the state. The state of Jackson. No, Jackson Hole, Wyoming. <laughs> She's driving in from Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Not Jackson, Michigan? No, why would she do that? <laughs> Don't make it weird. Jackson Hole, Wyoming is super fun, by the way. Maitland's a millionaire if she lives there. Nobody said Jackson Hole, Wyoming for their te- for the answer to the text question of the day. Because so. it's awesome. Connie, uh, who we lost earlier this year to cancer, Dan and I uh, and Alicia got to go as well to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. It's amazing. Really? We were sent by the company. Oh yeah! Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We put Did you, you through hell. Snowboarding? Uh, no, we went uh, snow uh, mobiling. mobiling. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and Connie got terrified. <laughs> really? Yeah, because <laughs> we were going at like a sixty degree or uh, what degree angle would that be, Steve? Uh, forty-five. Sure, that's, that's about maybe forty-five. Forty-five degree angle down that's a mountain. Said. You said thirty-five, didn't no, you? Didn't. Is your name 45. Steve? I'm Steve. Yeah. Hi, Steve. Hi. We try and share talk time. <laughs> Do you? You don't. 
That's another hard part of our job. We're going to do the uh, text question of the day here in just a little bit. Hoping to get some good stories from people about cities or experiences they've maybe had in their past. Maybe you currently live in the worst one. I don't know. Christine's only seen the answers via social media. Uh, it's up at all linked from makes957gr.com. Okay, so I have a question for you guys about trust. All right, this I saw this uh, survey recently came, that came out about people that you trust. Okay. So how many people do you think the average adult actually trusts people could be anybody could be a grandma could be mom that could be dad i'm gonna say average adult total number i'm gonna say three people three yeah i was gonna say five five you're mm-hmm. both too low oh really oh. i'm surprised yeah the uh, number is actually seven according to a recent study the average adult trusts seven people 40 percent say the pandemic has actually helped them reveal who's really trustworthy and who isn't it makes sense. Mm-hmm. More than eight out of ten people think they themselves are trustworthy, mm-hmm. but yet you don't trust people. Do you? Do either of you think that you're not trustworthy? No. What a weird thing to say. Right. I, I mean, I don't want to meet the person who thinks they're not trustworthy. Yeah, exactly. They're probably not trustworthy. I do appreciate it though. Like I have friends that actually have uh, big mouths, and yeah. they'll say. We have a mutual friend that was like, yeah, you probably shouldn't tell me something important. I happen to accidentally tell people things all the time. So they would not be considered trustworthy, but <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Uh, he's a good guy. Yeah. But he's, I'm just like, hey, Christine, this happened. Like, I, how many people do you trust? Well, well wait, I, I am also taking it, not trust. The way I took it when you asked the question isn't trust by telling someone like a secret, I meant trust, like, if I find myself in a bind, these are the people I trust and would rely on. Well, here are the top signs that you're trustworthy. Being reliable. Oh, there you okay. go. Yeah. Not being manipulative. There okay. goes Steve. Oh, so manipulative. <laughs> Having integrity. Yeah. Steve. Aww. You're already out, Steve. Respecting Sorry. boundaries. Aww. Yeah. Uh, being a good listener. Mm-hmm. I can do that. You should, I, I thought for sure you were going to go, huh? <laughs> uh, being considerate These are signs that you're trustworthy Being authentic and not canceling plans At the last minute Oh, Like I yeah. was going through this list when I saw it And I'm like Christine's pretty reliable Oh, She's not manipulative She has integrity Almost respects the boundaries too much You know what I'm saying <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, She's a good listener as long as we Tailor the conversation, Steve. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Christine, what do we have to tailor the conversation back to? Me. Yes. There we go. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, hey, I'm going through this. I need your advice. Have you ever gone through this? Boom. She's in. Yeah. Uh, you're considerate without a, without a shadow of a doubt. Thank you. You're authentic. Thank you. Not canceling plans at the last minute. Yeah, that was the one I was like, is, And there she goes. I definitely am guilty of doing yeah, that in the past. Like, it was like, when, when, when. Yeah. But, so it's funny because last Friday I tried to ditch on plans that with friends who had like scheduled this like bar crawl thing and i was yeah. like eh, i'm too lazy i want to watch my netflix show yeah. and they all started texting me and bothering me to come out and eventually <laughs> i was like all right see they made her reliable <laughs> right by making Fine. it about her <laughs> so how many people do you really think you trust um reliable not being manipulative integrity i would say like probably that. 
four or five. I would say five people. That's Five's why, fair. Yeah. So I get I get that makes sense. There's seven, different now that levels you say of that. trust if you think about it. For like sure. if I'm not in your seven, I'm almost gonna be offended. Yeah. Okay, I'm okay. offended. Okay. <laughs> You're in my seven, but I, I'm way more than seven. I wanna say I'm probably like fifteen, twenty. Dang. Yeah. You know Isn't what's that funny? a little too trustworthy? No. I, I just have a ton of like really oh. good friends I've had since uh, elementary school well, who've we're, done a lot well, for each other. I guess if we're counting oh, all the way back there, but well, it's people you trust now in your life. Yeah, I mean it's people that I still hang out with and still talk to on like regular. my yeah. friend Eric. You I don't trust. Hang out with anybody? Yeah. <laughs> well, I hang out virtually. I'm via yeah, there text you go. messages <laughs> when we zoom. When we zoom play D and D, you know. Did you hear what he just said? That... We hang out via text message. Yeah. yeah. Is that what it's called now? That's a thing now. Even the older generation is starting to like the the boomers and even older are starting to text more than they call. I saw a study on that the other but day. But that's not hanging out. You no, don't hang not. out on text message. Okay, fine. Keep in touch with. There okay, you go. Okay, that's much better. Oh. Check out my buddy Eric. <laughs> I think about my my life and the people I trust. I've got Eric. Mm-hmm. I've got Alicia. Mm-hmm. I've got Jake the trainer. Mm-hmm. I've got Christine and Steven. I'm not just saying that because you're here. Web- Webby Wendy. Love me some Webby mm-hmm. Wendy. She does the website. and Behind the scenes worker, right? And uh, then I've got my uncle and my brother, but not my dad. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Poor Papa Fish. Uh, it's true. I love my dad, but I don't trust him completely because he's got a big mouth. Yes, that uh. dude does. Ooh, Mike, did you hear what Brother Fish was doing? Ooh, ooh, do you know? So we mess with him now all the time. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, my brother called him and told him I was moving to San Antonio the other day and that I was that I just bought a house uh-huh. for $800,000 <laughs> and that I'm moving to San Antonio in six months and we think that we can flip it and make $801,000 if we put forty grand into it. And he almost had a heart attack. That's exactly what we did. Christine, like, just made me tear up. I didn't Aww. even do it on purpose. It was terrible. Oh, my God. She made me think about how when Connie's dad died, I was there that day. She found out like an hour after I left, I had been visiting her. And uh, her dad died, and I started thinking about Connie, and then my mom died. This was all in just uh, just in the past two minutes. Wow. All I and did, I started tearing Steve? up. And this, I mean, this is terrible. Before you tell him. Okay. What do you think she did to start this? Like, honest to God, yeah. for real, <laughs> what, what do you think Christine did to start all of this? I'm assuming it was about the trustworthiness, maybe bringing up maybe your no. mom. No, I have no idea. Though. Okay, it wasn't my mom. It wasn't trustworthiness. Take an odd guess. Uh, is it an anniversary or something, maybe? You would think that. Well, actually, that's coming up. Okay. Because we were talking about that because the anniversary of Connie's dad's death is coming up. And uh, Dan is doing this big yearly like trip he does and all that stuff and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking about that. That's true. And Christine totally upset me. And like, I think she ruined my day. <gasps> I know. Steve, all I asked was. Don't say it again. So what are you doing this weekend? Oh my God. <laughs> How could you ask him on this weekend of all weekends? Oh, what a horrific person. <sighs> God, I I'm thought you sorry. were. The way that you stepped in when Connie got cancer and everything and how great you've been. I'm a horrible person. I should just go back home and go to bed. We (laughs) thought you were one of our trustworthy people. Yeah, we thought you were one of the people. We invited you into the fold. I'm sorry, guys. I'll never Mm. ask what you're doing again. Management was going to blow you out of the building, and I was like, no, she deserves a chance. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Oh, should we move on? We got this stuff to do. I guess. All right. Sorry. I know. She ruined your weekend now, too? Yeah, my weekend. Two. Yeah. 
What are you doing this weekend, Steve? Oh, no. my oh, God. God. I'm visiting graves you all terrible weekend. terrible person. <laughs> Today's text question of the day is a flashback Friday from March 12th of 2019. She really didn't ruin my day. Uh, the question, though, is uh, maybe your day was ruined in the past. Mm-hmm. With the flashback Friday. Today's text question of the day, March 12th, 2019. What is the worst city you have ever visited, Christine, and why? Um, I went with Riverton, Wyoming, because it is such a small town. There is nothing to do. Uh, I went there in Why high school there? to yeah. visit my aunt and my cousin because they live there. And there's literally nothing to do. There was like one traffic light. Was that Flo was... you visited? Huh? Your aunt? No. Funny. The theater has only one movie in the entire theater. See, I would love just, this. This is just like super. I'm not a small town life type of person i did google it and it looks like they've added more traffic lights there you go <laughs> all right that's awesome. up. if you're wondering where it is it's like on the way to yellowstone it's like three hours away from yellowstone national park but oh, there you it go. was just so boring but it helped that like i was with my cousin but i could just never live you oh, wouldn't like, do like it. That. No, no, no. Even though the climate's more, different. More cows than people. Like, yeah. no thanks. <laughs> See, I would. I, I think that would be a great place to visit. Like, I wouldn't want to probably live. Well, unless you were close, like 20 minutes from a big city. What you did for fun was honestly go to, if you're not partying, you uh-huh. go to the super Walmart. <laughs> like, the super center Walmart. Nice. Ooh. Did you have a good time there? <laughs> it was a blast. <laughs> See? <laughs> See, he loved it. It's a win. Yeah. Steve, flashback Friday from March 12th of 2019. What's the worst city you ever visited? And why? It's a city that I've been to many a time because it, you have to drive through it in order to go to Washington, D.C. Because I would go there to visit my uh, aunt and uncle oh. for every Thanksgiving. And it is called Breezewood, Pennsylvania. Hmm. And it is the epitome of a truck stop city. The entire city is all hotels, fast food, and like convenience stores. And that's literally it. It's wow. the, the city... Uh, you actually, so there's supposed to be a freeway that goes around it, but they, the guy or the mayor at the time when they were building the freeways decided that he didn't want it going through his city. So you literally what? have to get off the freeway, go through this crap town Why? and drive by all of these gas stations, fast oh, wow. food places and hotels, and then get on to another freeway to go. And so it's literally just a massive city built around. That's just only like. For people passing Sounds through, terrible. It that is horrible. That does sound terrible. Horrible. Oh, okay, so Breezewood, Pennsylvania, is that city for you? The worst city you've ever been to? Yes. Uh, my Christine, you're Riverton, Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Mine's gonna be kind of an easy answer, but really, honest to God, that you know, and it's what's the worst city you've ever visited and why? Like, I visited for a time, and I also lived there when Connie and I started our career together in Council Bluffs, Iowa. <laughs> I could choose that. <laughs> I mean, it was terrible you're right across the bridge from omaha and it's it was terrible it was they used to call it you know council tucky council tucky yeah, yeah. but that's not my answer my answer is uh it's gonna sound easy but i don't know if anybody said this on social but toledo toledo ohio <laughs> first off gross. it's ohio mm-hmm. secondly here's what happened we were actually driving uh alicia and i did the whole Break from the family. Yeah. Christmas extravaganza a couple years ago. You guys might remember that. I do remember that. It's when our car broke down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're driving through and we stop. We're hungry. We stop in Toledo because oh. I, I took us this way. It's out of the way, but it's only out of the way a couple hours. 
where we could go down through the Rockies, different like uh, Savannah, Georgia. Oh, cool! Just it was beautiful. Yeah. You mean and the Appalachians? The Rockies are on the other side of the country. Nope, it was the Rockies. That's why it was a longer way. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Appalachians. Thank you. I knew. I knew it was wrong when I said it. I'm like, how long till he corrects me? But I can't blame you. So anyway, we go down and we're going there, and we stop in Toledo because we want to get some Mickey D's. Worst Mickey D's experience I've ever happened, or had happened, ever. It was disgusting. We ended up throwing it away. Oh, wow. And I thought we were going to get shot. It was just that we were in the wrong part of Toledo. I, I was just very uncomfortable. We were getting gas. A guy harassed me out of the blue. Like, it was... Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Which is funny, because usually Fish is the one harassing people at the gas station while yeah. he's pumping hey. gas. <laughs> you like my pumps? You like how I pump this gas, man? Hello, Ira the Weatherman. Good morning, Fish. Good morning, Christine. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Ira, so what have you been up to, my friend? Oh, I went to the casino yesterday. Nice. How'd you do? Did you, did you leave up $14? I did good. I did good. Like uh, $16? No, a little bit more. Nice. $100. Uh, come on, Christine. Less than that. Yeah. With your kids. Nope. Oh, here she goes. She's just going to keep guessing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ira, do you, did they bring back the cocktail waitresses that flirt with you yet or no? Oh, then I would say hello to them, but they don't have any cocktail waitresses oh, yet. yet. Terrible, oh, terrible. wow. Only in Atlantic City. Yeah. So maybe you should make a special trip just to kind of reset before they make it all the way maybe back. Maybe I it. should. We'll meet you out there. Uh, be careful, he'll do it. <laughs> would you meet okay. Would you meet Christine in Atlantic City? And can she? Uh, yes, I would. Crap. And I would give her some money to play. Even. Oh, be, oh, be careful! You're thinking twenty. She's thinking two grand. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe I'll give her a hundred grand. Wow. wow! All right. How's next weekend sound? <laughs> yeah. Big ball of shot collar. I was on Seriously. the phone. <laughs> Ira, how's the weather looking, my friend? Right now, foggy. And uh, 2% precipitation, humidity at 92%, and the wind is 2 miles per hour. Right now, you've got fog, 70 degrees, going up to 90 degrees with rain later. You're going to have thunder boomers. Nice. Thunder boomers. And tomorrow, 87 degrees on the rainy skies. And Sunday, 86 degrees under beautiful skies. Love you it. heard it on 95.7 The Mix with Fish, Christine, Steve, and Ira the Weatherman. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much, my friend. You have, have a good a weekend. Wonderful weekend. Be safe. Thanks. Steve, we're about to review the movies here in just a second, but I want to point out that Christine is very ridiculously upset about the Peter Rabbit movie. She's so mad. So okay. mad right now. So I think, I'm not mad. Uh, what you said off the air was you almost offensive. It was. I don't even think. <laughs> it was a little extreme. If, if we actually, if that rabbit actually did what you said off the air, I think you'd go to jail. <laughs> so let's just get right to Steve's movie reviews. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. And here is your hostess. Today we are checking out two brand new movies in theaters, and we're kicking it off with In the Heights, a musical from the creator of Hamilton. In un barrio. 
called Washington Heights. The streets were made of music. It's the story of a man growing up in Washington Heights, New York, and hoping for a better life. On these blocks, you can't walk two steps without bumping into someone's big plan. I'm making moves, I'm making deals, but guess what? What? You still ain't got no skills. <laughs> oh, burn, but he's got a point. That dude's gotta get some skills before he can get out of the heights. Critics are loving In the Heights, with Rotten Tomatoes scoring it a 97% certified fresh, and Metacritic coming in at 85 out of 100. You can see In the Heights in theaters right now. The other movie out in theaters this weekend is Peter Rabbit 2 The Runaway. Look, Dad, it's Peter Rabbit. Oh, uh, I hate that I'm the face of this. He's a little naughty. What? That's right, you're a naughty, naughty rabbit. If that's who they think I am, maybe I'd be better off without them. Peter Rabbit is back and he is not happy about his reputation, so he hits the road looking for acceptance. What are you looking at, goody goody? You're gonna turn me in? I'm no goody goody. Apparently, I'm a baddie baddie. Yes, you are a baddie baddie, Mr. Rabbit. Peter Rabbit 2 The Runaway is getting okay reviews. Rotten Tomatoes scores at a 71%, but Metacritic isn't as generous with a 43 out of 100. You can see Peter Rabbit 2 The Runaway in theaters now. And that's what's playing at the movies. You just learned about the movies. You just learned about the movies. You just learned about the movies. Don't you wish you were me. He's that's Steve. Steve. I'm Steve. Oh, Christine, did it get the review you wanted it to get? You're so excited about Peter about Rabbit, Peter too. Peter Rabbit, mm-hmm. 40% sounds about right. <laughs> she found the exact worst part of the review for right, Peter Rabbit. I know, exactly. And ran with it. Yep. So, what was up with you talking weird to the rabbit, by the way? Well, I mean, naughty he, rabbit. he's a naughty, baddie, baddie he rabbit. Is. He just keeps being scolded throughout he's the trailer. He's annoying. You know, <laughs> wow. That's a, it's James Corden, you know. I know. He's annoying as uh, Peter Rabbit. <laughs> Not a fan. Check out your movies. Enjoy, guys. Christine, we're about to learn some stuff here. Yeah. And uh, where is knowledge coming from today? A stack of pancakes oh, okay. with lots oh. of blueberries and chocolate chips and a delicious amount of syrup. Oh, Wow. But okay. not like not like the the syrup that comes in the in the plastic bottles, like the real maple From syrup. From the trees. I mean, it's not gonna come yes, sure. <laughs> yeah, tap the tree. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, here we go. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? Ah, knowledge. From a variety of places and people in your life. Much like the syrup of a maple tree as it's milked and milked into a bottle, taken to the store where you find a stack of pancakes with a different type of knowledge. Some blueberries and chocolate chips placed on top. Blueberry knowledge, chip knowledge. Mm. And after milking the tree from its, to get its syrup, you place it all (laughs) over the pancakes. You cut up that pancake and you grab the fork of transportation, place it into the pancake with the syrup, the chocolate chip, and blueberries. Mm. Did I forget anything? No. Okay. Put it in your mouth as it rattles down your tongue. It does a 180 turn past your eye socket (laughs) into your brain, thus providing knowledge. All right. Good lord. That was delicious. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, based on the 75-minute intro, we've got about three things we can share. Now, I've got five things, much like uh, blueberries, maple syrup, pancakes. I don't know. There was only three there. Oh, and chocolate chips, four. Mm-hmm. Crayola is a mix of two French words. 
cray, which means chalk. <laughs> you cray. Yeah. And oleo con cingo, which means oily. Oh. Olia eujinu. Can you say that again? Olia eujinu. What does cray hmm. mean? Chalk. Oh. Oily chalk. Oily, Oily chalk. chalk, yeah. <laughs> I figured you guys would love this. The budget for the movie Dazed and Confused was $6.9 million. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, about, well, and about one-sixth of that went towards the rights to all the 70s songs used in the movies. I can see that. It's not cheap. Mm-hmm. Like, you see Corella, those songs aren't cheap. Uh, here's another one. Uh, reading silently to yourself is a relatively new development. People have been writing and reading for 5,000 years, but it's only been socially acceptable to read alone and not out loud to a group for the past three to 400 years. Huh, that's interesting. For the state of Texas to have the population density, I'm sorry, for the state of Texas to have the population density of New York City, every single person in the world would have to live there. Wow. (laughs) Like every person in the world, because Texas is that big. Wow. And finally, silly string. You know what silly string is? It's fun. I haven't used any in forever. You spray it on somebody, yes. it's string, it mm-hmm. sticks. It's silly. Yeah. It's silly. It's like, you want me to get some and go spray you right can now? Of fun. You want me to spray you with silly string right now? Uh, you don't have any. If I had some, would you want me to? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you don't have any. That would be pretty cool. I'm if a little did. nervous what he keeps in his man purse. <laughs> wow. Oh my what? God. <laughs> oh, it didn't work. Oh, you have to shake it. Oh, wow. It's not, there's no actual silly string. Fish just says this thing a lot. I'm sorry, this is the first time that didn't work. (laughs) We'll get a video of this. the first time he's tried to spray his silly string. No, no, no. And and it failed. Do you know that it was created in the 1970s? Excuse me, I have to wipe it off my laptop. I did not know that. Yeah, silly string was created in the 1970s when a chemist was trying to invent an instant spray on cast. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah, so there you go. I'm going to try Let one more time. Let me move my laptop. I'm hold nervous. On. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, here, hold on. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. All right. One, two, three. <laughs> nope. Wow. It's disappointing, it's... Steve. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. That's true. Can I try it? <laughs> Do you know what balloon animals are on our show? Do you know what we're yes. saying? Yes. It's the hibbity-jibbity. Mm-hmm. You know, the wow-wow-wow. The waka-waka. Mm-hmm. The you know what I'm saying? Yes, okay. I do. I know that last one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have children. Uh, anyway. Uh, I don't think you. Nope, that's nope. maybe the mistake no, I'm making. you can't making. make children that way. Okay, sorry. I think I, that's a mistake I'm making or I've made, right? Probably. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, do you have a playlist, like a music playlist? What is on that? What is your go-to romance song for when you, uh, you know, you're like, hey, that type of thing. I want you to think about that. Text in 616-600-957. We're going to do that here in just a bit. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. All right. Uh, totes trending today. I've got a couple little unique things for you, but one of them is uh, a beautiful story, what I call the good news, uh, about somebody with Alzheimer's. It's a really beautiful story. Do you want to hear that first, or do you want a quick don't? A quick don't. Okay. Yeah. A quick don't sounds like a good idea. Don't carry tons of fireworks in your RV and drive into Los Angeles, the East LA specifically, and let it catch on fire. <laughs> Don't do that. Or this will happen. East LA. Oh, man. We got fireworks in there. Oh, man. That's why it's on fire. RV has fireworks. 
Still going. <laughs> Boom. Still going. Early 4th of July. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Carry tons of fireworks in your RV and let it get on fire or light the fireworks in there, whatever you did. Yeah. That's going to make a bad, a naughty, naughty boo-boo. So on the count of three, everybody say naughty. One, two, three. Naughty. naughty. <laughs> Wait, it needs to be a little more in unison. Yeah, or like uh, that band uh, from back in the day, New Kids on the Block. Nope, that's not. NSYNC. NSYNC, that's the one. (laughs) Yep, there it is. There it is. All right, let's do your uh, cute little good news thing here today. I I love this story. Good news is good news. I have good news on good news on good news. Good news, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get to some good news. That's what I got for y'all today. Okay, so what's the good news? And the good news is... Let's hear it. All right, so there is a man with Alzheimer's. Uh, He actually has asked his wife to marry him again because he fell in love with her for a second time because he has Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's is that thing where you kind of forget stuff. Dementia, yeah. Yeah, so uh, actually they've come up with some really good uh, medication or pills, if you will, for people with Alzheimer's just in the past uh, little while. But anyway, this is his wife, Lisa, talking about the moment of clarity he had when he popped the question to her again. It's the most magical love story you'll ever hear. And I give you all that I am and ever hope to be and ever hope to be. And I said, do what? And he pointed to the TV, to the scene of this wedding. And I said, do you want to get married? And he said, yes. And he had this huge grin on his face. You know, and he doesn't know that I'm his wife. I'm just his favorite person. Do you like me? I love you so much. Do you like me? Yeah. Aww. That's so sweet. I like it too. At the same time, I know I like it though because my brother in pain, uh, the dude that's got Alzheimer's, he's like got his game face on. So he's like, "Do you like me?" And she says, "I love you." Thank you, but no. What did the woman say? That's awkward. <laughs> Isn't that no. what she said? She said, "I no, do she like did. you." No. So let's be for real. I won't mess with you. So, do you like me? I love you. And then she said, "What do you think of me?" Oh yeah. What do you think of me? Yeah, you're all right. I like it. I like it. I mean, did you guys not pick up on that when he said that? I thought that was the coolest thing at the end of this. This is a guy with Alzheimer's again here. Your person. Do you like me? I love you so much. Do you like me? Yeah. 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 I mean, you're all right. Yeah. 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 Best I got currently. Yeah. (laughs) You're you're nice to look at. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I've got to tell you about the Canadian skunky McFlurry. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay, so uh, this Canadian skunky McFlurry thing is uh, a story. It's a video that's going viral. The Mount means the Canadian police officers. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. What was that? The Mounties. Like, the Mount. It's. I don't want to embarrass you. You're saying it wrong. Okay. okay. <laughs> You're not Canadian. You don't understand. I'm actually half British, so I'm kind of Canadian. That's not how that works. <laughs> it is, but it is. But it is. It's like uh, we're all American, so we're kind of from California. So it's really how it works But anyway, uh, so this video is going viral Of a Canadian police officer Removing a a cup Off of a wild skunk's head And it happens to be a McFlurry That is a skunk with a McFlurry cup on his head An officer of the month here Is trying to avoid all attempts to get in spray Let's see if he's successful Oh, he did it! He did it! (laughs) He did it! So he did do it, if you, in case I know this was very traumatic and you were really worried about what was going on. But here's the thing. Here's my question that I wanted to ask you guys right now. Not big question, but just click a six. You can answer wherever you are right now. And Steve, Christine. 
Well, God bless you, by the way. <laughs> she just sneezed so hard her headphones My fell headphones. off. <laughs> Steve, Christine. Yes. You see a skunk mm-hmm. with its head stuck in a McFlurry cup, or just a cup. Doesn't have to be a McFlurry. But it's kind of cool that it is. Right? Okay, so anyway, do you help remove the skunk's head from the cup? No. Like, I, I may, I'll call someone and be like, <laughs> Oh my god Yeah, no This is the girl that sounds like Kim Kardashian, but isn't Can you please remove a cup from a skunk's head? Literally There's a McFlurry on the skunk's head Literally Just like the two-hour series finale of the Kardashians on what, last night? Steve, what about you? No, I would not Uh, I would probably attempt to approach the skunk, but then get really scared if it Came at you? Yeah, it, well, well, if it looked like it was going to spray me, yeah. essentially. Yeah. yeah. I'd put a bag over it. It's sprayer. You'd put a bag over its butt? Yeah. Okay. And then I would... Uh, then you'd go for the head? Yeah, then I'd go for the head, take the cup off. Now I would have a hard time walking with a bag around its body, but that's not my problem. At least you can breathe. <laughs> I'm huh. sorry. That's just the easiest <laughs> way to go. I, I, I mean, you look at it logically. What would you rather have? A bag around your butt or not be able to breathe? By the way, what if you're the only one that can save the skunk? I, I'll call someone. I just no, told you. No, you're the you. only one that can save it. Uh, well, skunks, sorry. <laughs> I'm not I'm not doing anything. Skunk. Sorry, skunk. Yeah, she won't do it. No means no for that. Yeah. Okay, I was just checking. I mean, you sure? Yeah, you don't know if it can come, like Steve said, and try and spray you or even come after you and bite you or well, here's what we did give earlier. you a disease of some sort. <laughs> we think that you actually could save a skunk doing that. So here's what we did earlier. Steve hmm. and I trapped a skunk in the past couple days. Oh, did you? In a McFlurry cup with <laughs> its head. Yeah. And it's in the backyard. We're going to get out. Of, we're going to walk out of the studio and we're going to go do it real quick. Okay, have fun. Also no, gonna... news, we have a backyard here at the studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. So I keep asking you guys about your uh, balloon animal song. Like, do you actually have a balloon animal? They call it a sex playlist. Do you have a balloon animal playlist? There's a new study that shows that actually 70% of Americans say that they have one. Yeah. Okay, so there's also a study about stress and then all that stuff. So actually, I'm sorry. 70% of Americans groom first. Never mind. 19% have a playlist. I thought that number was too high. 19? That's it? 19% actually have a playlist. Now, my question is, if you have a go-to song, or are you like, oh, yeah. You know, listening through some really tinny radio to a weird version of Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On. Right. Steve, do you have a playlist or a go-to song where you're like, let's put this on and make out? It's like a make-out song, really, is what we're talking about. No, I do not have a playlist, but if I had one, I'd want some short short songs in there. Yes, okay. That's <laughs> funny. That kind of ties in with my Blomp list. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Christine, do you have a go-to artist? Again, 19% of people have a playlist. So I have a playlist. Ooh. Um, I do, and it has a bunch of songs, and they're all R&B from, like, Drake to The Weeknd to uh, Jeremiah to... Interesting. Some G-Eazy to James Blake. To, it's like straight up Wait, you mean, R&B. You mean the artist is G-Eazy. That wasn't, wasn't yeah, that yeah. her nickname G-Eazy in is, is the Yeah, is no, the it was C-Eazy. C-Eazy. <laughs> Sorry. C-Eazy was her nickname. Okay, so you do have these artists and like yeah. and you'll be like making out with somebody and be like... Oh, yeah, I just, I, I'll just put it on and shuffle it. Hold on a sec. I just have to boop. Okay, I'm ready now. 
Really? I mean, not every time, but so like when you if, hear those artists, that then in your brain it activates your memory bank and probably reminds you of good times. Some. Some not good times. Hmm. It's pretty vague, Steve. Right? I know. All right, uh, click a six. Well, you know the ways we're going to talk a little bit about your naughty list here in just a second. We were having a conversation about uh, 19% of people have what you call a playlist for the balloon animals, right? Mm-hmm. A go-to, like, hold on. And out of the three of us, haven't dug into the Ginger Ninja yet. I do nope. have some go-to songs. But you don't have a playlist? I don't have a playlist. Uh, I think I might have used to back in the day. I don't know, like a while ago. But, Christine, you actually have a playlist. You mm-hmm. crank it up. You just... Yep. I'm just a This is actually not on my playlist. Really? I should add it on there. You don't like the gin and wine? <laughs> I mean, I do, but it's just not on my playlist. Okay, that's he's a great artist. Gin and wine? <laughs> yeah, isn't that the name of the artist? It's gin and wine, isn't it? Yeah, He's like exactly this. Grind dancing yeah, in his little room. I want some genuine. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll give you a little bit of this, and then we'll not start making out with his hands. My, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, now, why'd you uh, say that? I know. Why I do that? Okay. 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 Thanks. Take a pause there for some air. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I have to get catch your breath. Yeah. <laughs> so I was. You know, it's funny. I was reading through some of the uh, the ones, and this was actually one of the ones. I remember the click of six texted in. I saw there was some via the app as well. Just pick one really quick. Uh, someone said "Wicked Game" is my favorite makeout song. I'm not sure if she's referring to the '80s song or if she's referring to the Weekends' "Wicked Games." Oh, because yeah, they're be both hard, they're yeah. both great makeout songs. Mm. Uh, someone else said. A Grind on Me by Pretty Ricky. Sale by AWOL Nation. Uh, what else we got? Oh, Pour Some Sugar on Me. That's a good one as well. I like that. I don't think I've ever Def ma- Leppard? I don't want to make out to that song. Are you kidding me? No. Okay, hold no. on. Now I got to hold on. P-O-U-R. If we don't have it, uh, Steve oh. can get it from... Uh, we have a sound effect. Well, we don't have to work that hard for it. Oh. P-O-U-R. Nope. Nope, just Rihanna. Okay, so it's like this. <gasps> Okay. Well, if I go to my playlist, my go-to, I have some ones like that I like. The, I like there's a, J, a Justin Bieber song that's a good makeout song. This is always really good to get your makeout on, you know? Like if you really want to. most depressing song ever. Uh, what's it called? I can't remember the name of it now. Hmm. I think it's called Everybody Lonely. Knows my name oh, yeah. But something about it still feels strange. This is the song I make out my hand to. I have an artist too that I uh that I like to that I like to use as well. Five seconds of summer is always good. Shout out to the old me and Yeah, that's just good. Just five mm. seconds of summer. It's a good song with a message. Shout doesn't out give, to the old me. Well, and it doesn't give uh yeah, there might be a little psychology in there, huh? <laughs> uh, five seconds of summer doesn't get anybody's hopes up. No. Or there's the obvious for uh, Ginger Ninja. Some pitbull. I feel like you should be dancing on a yeah, it's a dancing good song, on right? a on a dance floor, and then you can make out. There you go. Well, and again, this specific song is a song with a message. If you really think about it. Mr. Worldwide to infinity. <laughs> you know the roof on fire. Wait for we it. We gon' boogie, oogie, oogie, jiggle, wiggle, and dance <laughs> like the roof on fire. Remember, I'm a ginger. We gon' drink drinks mm-hmm. and take shots until we fall out like the roof on fire. Now, baby, get my booty naked, take off all your clothes and light See, the roof on fire. Right, right, right. We're kind of having fun, right? Right, we're having fun. I'm on 
And then things I'm are going to get hot and heavy. I don't think you want to hear that I'm during balloon fire. animals. <laughs> but you didn't, and the fireball thing wouldn't, you know? I mean, gets me going. See? Or when in doubt, uh, here's a tip for all my uh, members of the Click Six out there. Just, yeah, you know, kick into one of your sexy characters and you're good to go. You have plenty of those. Hey, girl, how you doing? <laughs> giggle man's here. Gonna take you to my giggle house, turn on some giggle music, make out with your giggle face. You haven't actually picked up a female doing that, right? Oh, yeah. His wife. Yeah, your wife. <laughs> no, <it's> your wife. <laughs> your wife. <laughs> This random text that we're doing today is actually interesting because we've bumped it now for three days. <laughs> is this the, no, two days. Two and then days. Yeah, the, third the last day. two days we did. We were supposed to do this a few days ago, but it kept getting bumped because of weird conversations we were having along the way. So, puppy love? No, puppy Punishment. Control. Puppy punishment. It's not a term on Urban Dictionary, Steve. It's I actually, mean, it probably is. Yeah, Don't Google that. Yeah, Rando, texto, message via Apo, free download in the Apo store. Our puppy chewed on our couch this past weekend. Well, last weekend. I think he has separation anxiety because my boyfriend and I were home for so long due to the pandemic. My boyfriend wants to punish him for a week like a child. I told him that's not possible because you don't discipline a dog like a child. He disagrees and says we should put him in his cage just like we would put a child in their room. He also says we should take away some of his treats and playtime outside. I told him that this is not good and that the dog must be disciplined at the moment they have done something wrong. My boyfriend disagrees. Who's right, me or my boyfriend? Okay, so this one actually did blow up on our social media uh, a few days ago when we were supposed to do it. Christine, uh, we'll get your opinion in a sec. First, Steve, Mm -hmm. what do you think? Well, I mean, my dog's horribly disciplined, so don't take take this with a grain of salt. But I'd say uh, you need to punish him almost immediately after he does something bad. Yeah. Because dogs don't have that great of a short-term memory, so yeah. they will have no idea what's going on if you punch, punch them later about it. It's just, it's just yeah, that that dog ain't gonna. It's not gonna work. Yeah, is what they're, you're they're gonna they're gonna be like, why am I in trouble now? Exactly. I, I, I haven't done anything. Poor puppy. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Christine? You grew up with dogs. You have a mm-hmm. cat now. Yeah, I definitely think you need to punish them in the moment because, like Steve said, I mean, they're they don't their memory. They're not gonna remember something from yesterday that they did something wrong. And at this point, I think it's been a week. So for future reference. You're right. I, I don't know what your boyfriend is on and where he got this mentality because that's not how you treat a dog. It's not the same as a child. I personally think if you guys are going to be at odds on how to discipline, um, maybe get a trainer, like take the puppy to some type of training school or go. talk to your vet about the separation anxiety my sister's dog used to have that and they put her on like a anxiety medication when she really oh, needed it that's a good idea yeah. actually or like cbds too like mm-hmm. bear at the yeah. dog when he was at a kennel they used to give him a cbd a little bit of cbd to chill him out a little bit uh because he used to kind of miss mom and dad a little bit we have a dog bear at the dog that we had uh, adopted from the humane society years ago so share this rando text with us again christine because i actually see where the guy might be a little bit right Our puppy chewed on our couch this past weekend. I think he has separation anxiety because my boyfriend and I were home for so long due to the pandemic. My boyfriend wants to punish him for a week like a child. I told him that is not possible because you don't discipline a dog like a child. He disagrees and says we should put him in a cage like we would put a child in their room. He also says we should take away some of his treats and playtime. I told him that this is not good. 
he must be disciplined in the moment uh, if they've done something wrong. My boyfriend disagrees. Who's right? Here's why I think the boyfriend is partially right. Because it is a no-brainer that you need to discipline the dog when they do something wrong. In the moment. In the moment. Yeah. Much like probably, I would assume, a child, right? Depending on their age. You might be able to explain things a little bit to mm-hmm. a child yeah. later on, right? That being said, I think what the boyfriend's uh, maybe subconsciously suggesting or doing is providing a little bit more structure for their dog, putting the dog in a cage, the mm-hmm. kennel, which kennel, which you should kennel train your dog, at least at the beginning. For sure. We did that with Barrett the dog, you know, make it their home, make it a good environment, take away some of their tr- toys and their, their treats, and then give them back to them when they do something good, thus building a better rapport with the puppy and not letting the puppy know that it runs the house. Because in my opinion... The problem there, and the boyfriend sees the issue with this woman, is that she's letting the dog run the house. The dog's running the house. She's like, yeah, I know our dog ate the couch, and that's bad, but it's too late now. And then everything goes back to normal. No, you need to change the way that you're interacting with your dog. Put a little bit more rules on it. It's like, Steve, when you first had baby Charlotte, bedtime was kind of like when she got tired. Right. And then eventually you learn to provide structure. Oh, yeah. And that was through the help of daycare, too. So maybe even like a, um, some sort of like doggy daycare. That's, that's yeah, a great that idea. is a good idea. Definitely. I mean, I, I, I think putting the dog in some type of puppy school or training. Or just do what the guy suggested, which is essentially that. Really, your boyfriend he is right. He wants to lock him in a cage for a week. Well, I mean, you got to <laughs> let him go potty, and you got to. You I think the boyfriend's a little extreme, but I think he's got some good ideas. Uh, okay. Right. I mean, if I have a really nice cage for you, but it was really comfy and there was some good bedding in there, you nope, might want to go not there. Not into that. <laughs> you might, you never <laughs> this know. is weird. They never end well in Lifetime movies. So. They, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't happen in movies, then there you go. Rando Texto's bringing up an interesting question. Let's get to it. Rando Texto Messageo via Apple, free downloading in the Apple Store. Our puppy chewed on our couch this past weekend. I think he has separation anxiety because my boyfriend and I were home for so long due to the pandemic. My boyfriend wants to punish him for a week like a child. I told him that's not possible because you don't discipline a dog like a child. He disagrees and says we should put him in his cage just like we would put a child in their room. He also says we should take away some of his treats and playtime outside. I told him that this is not a good idea and the dog must be disciplined in the moment if they've done something wrong. My boyfriend disagrees. Who's right? Okay, so 99.9% of the people are saying she is right, right? The issue I'm finding with this rando texto, if you look through all the responses that we've gotten, is most people are saying, red flag, you should not have kids with this guy. Yeah. (laughs) Why? Uh, Someone said, it's funny you said red flag because this... (laughs) I just read this message from someone, Fish, and it says, um, red flag, if a person wants to treat a puppy that way, they certainly are not going to treat kids or a partner any better. Really? Time to move along. Someone else said, you're correct. Also, please do not have children with this person. I don't understand. What an odd concept. How about you put the boyfriend in a cage and take away his treats? Kinky. Uh, someone said, you're right, uh, in the moment punishment, and then look into your dog's anxiety with a vet. Lots of people lots of people say you have to crate train your dog and make sure he doesn't give have negative associations with the with the crate like he has to see it as a 
positive a good place. thing. Yeah. Otherwise, his anxiety is going to get worse. Okay, let's get off the dog thing and jump on the kid thing. Do you really think, now, Steve, you're a dad. Do you really mm-hmm. think the way somebody treats their dog is actually going to be the way they treat their kid? I, I don't think up to 100% no, but I think there, you can probably glean a little bit. Mm-hmm from that as to really? how, like how he would react in certain situations so like he's overly dramatic so he may have overly dramatic reactions to having a kid yeah well it just seems like like, like he would probably punish the kid more than the kid deserved to be punished even maybe for some small just because of the way he's talking about a dog yeah yeah i think i think huh. that's kind of telling Someone said, keep the dog, ditch the guy. Nice. I love Kevin. He was like, fish, here's another reason to divorce somebody right there. You're not even married. Just move on. I, okay. Get well, married to get divorced. I mean, apparently it's a red flag. I I am shocked. I am legitimately shocked. I mean, I when I first read this, I didn't read into it the way some of yeah. the members of the Click of Six are. But now yeah. that they say it, I'm like, huh. That is a little bit telling. <laughs> really? Okay. I, I, again, I, I, did, I never thought, wow, this guy shouldn't be a dad. No. Because you can't be a puppy dad? I do think, I mean, I wouldn't say just ditch him, but now that people have brought it up, I maybe do pay a little closer to attention how he reacts to things or how he does treat that the I, dog. I, sure, I agree with that maybe, but leave him? Call it a day? <laughs> Because he, he doesn't understand the concept of how, I mean, if you could teach him how to tr- crate train a dog, you could probably teach him how to crate train a kid. Wait, that sounded wrong. I was going to mm. say, too, it's kind of funny that you're saying that you're on his side, because normally if someone sneezes, you're like, divorce! Yeah. Well, that's because they're not married. <laughs> they're not married yet, dog. That's the key right there. They're not married. Guys, thanks very much for your interaction on that rando text, though. You can always check it out on the podcast later on today. Today's text question of the day. Which is a flashback Friday from March 12, 2019. What's the worst city you visited and why? Steve's was, uh, what was it called? Breezewood, Pen- Pennsylvania? Breezewood, Pennsylvania, the armpit of America. Christine had Riverton, Wyoming, right? Yep. And uh, I was in, a, it's just Ohio. Well, actually, specifically Toledo, but Ohio. Ohio, Ohio yeah. Ohio. Gross. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Graduation ceremonies. All right. You go there, and the principal's going to go up there, and uh, sometimes you have a great principal. Like you, you just do. Sometimes they're a little bit stiff. Mm-hmm. We'd like to thank everyone for a wonderful year. It has been great. Your children are excellent. We will be... Talking to some of them <laughs> in just a little bit. I mean, that sometimes it's like that. And then sometimes at the end of the ceremony of a high school graduation, a principal who apparently likes to sing okay. will bust out a song at the end of his speech. So it would be a little bit like high school, by the way, graduation. A little bit like this. I'm going to say my part, and then I'm going to play the real okay. clip. Okay. Okay. okay, here we go. Again, our students have been wonderful, and we uh, thank you for interacting with the school. 2020, what a year to 2020 and 2021. That you did it is accomplishment. I have one last thing to say. <clears throat> and I- Other than that, have a great year. 
Like, honest to God. I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm trying to be Morgan Freeman. I know, right? Actually, how amazing is that guy's voice? The audio is so tinny. I'm only going to play it that one time. But how amazing is that guy's voice? I mean, it is really good, but... You could tell, was he just like waiting to do that? Is he using the stage as his like audition or something? Yeah, like, apparently. I mean, that's great. Well, like, I mean, apparently. It's so random. He it's... just busted out in song. You could tell he's been waiting to do that. He's just trying oh, to try. I think I'm so good. He is good. Listen to the kids, too. I want him to be my principal. I you know loved he practiced him. that in the mirror. Do you think so? Mm-hmm. Mr. Clark, my vice principal, would not have done that. We had something slightly similar happen to us in really? high school, and I want to see if this happened to you. Probably not. We but need to clarify. You guys went to the same high same school. Same high school, like Just five years times. apart or something, six years apart. Yeah. But our janitor, who... The, the one in- who looks like Elvis? Yeah. Did he do this for you at your prom? What did he do? He dressed up like he's an Elvis impersonator. Oh, yeah. He dressed up as Elvis and did a few songs at no our prom. Way. Yeah. I think I slightly re- because I know I've seen him dressed as Elvis. Yeah. I know I have. So maybe it was prom. Yeah, but it was crazy. I don't remember a performance. <laughs> it was so crazy. It was so funny. I thought for sure you were gonna do I don't know if you guys remember this from like twenty ten American Idol. I thought for sure it was gonna be like this. Hey, off the ground, looking like a fool. That would have been that would have been epic. Absolutely incredible. Like your high school graduation, if they actually got to do that, it would be one hundred percent amazing. So that's a good principle. Let's talk about your ex. Okay, Christine, you have an ex. We all have an ex. Of course. But uh you specifically have an ex that I want to talk about. Did you share because we know how you like to steal people's uh, accounts for HBO Max or Mm -hmm. whatever. Did you share a Netflix account? With him? No, we had our own uh, Netflix accounts, but uh, a different ex, he did have a profile under my Netflix before. Okay, so let's use you as the example. Let's say that you actually get dumped by this guy, and he's still using your Netflix, and you get dumped on him because you cheated on him, Mm -hmm. which I know you would never do, but you, you did. Okay, oops, you slip and fall, Yeah. right? Okay, so, but you want to be back with him. So here's what this guy did, because this girl was still using his Netflix. He he built a bunch of profiles, and he kept sending her messages. I'm, like, one account would be I'm, the next account would be sorry. Oh, really? One account would be, like, this will never happen again, would be, like, five accounts. and like That's actually kind of cute. I miss you daily. The girl kept using his Netflix and then kept screenshotting it and putting it online so she would trend and said she'd never go back with him. So he cheated on her. Yeah, I think. Well, well if that's you're the, using this if thing, that's and then the she case, she why didn't she just kick him off her account? No, he's it's his Netflix. It's his account. Oh, she wanted the free stuff. Oh, and then she complained about him. Oh my God, can you believe he's doing this? I'll yes. never get back with him, but I'll totally still use his Netflix. Exactly. I don't know. I'm kind of on the guy side. Of I this. am too. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like sounds like she deserved to be cheated. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm brutal, and I'm heartless. I'm just kidding. No, you're not. (laughs) Steve's not kidding. So I want to have a conversation right now, and I'm want i going to tell you a bad story, and then I want to kind of flip it into, like, parents needing a reset. So you may actually, as a parent, need a reset, not just from your kids, but you could need it from your spouse, or you could need it from everything. And I got to this point in my brain 
uh, thinking about my parents actually because of this story out of this woman who really did some serious neglect with her kids. But first, some humor from Home Alone. Have you ever gone on vacation and left your child home? No, but I did leave one at a funeral parlor once. All day, you know, when we went back at night when, you know, when we came to our senses and there he was. Now he was okay, you know, after six, seven weeks. And I came around, started talking again. <laughs> uh, but he's okay. You know, they get over it. Kids are resilient like that. Maybe we shouldn't talk about this. Well, you brought it up. I was just, you know, trying to cheer you up. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. Home alone, right? Yeah, I love John Candy. Yeah. Yeah, he's just, he was so amazing. Okay, so a Florida woman said her kids were mean to her, needed a break, jumps in the car, goes on a trip to California. During the time that she is gone, now here's the bad part of the story, school's noticing the kids aren't there, calls, finds out the kids, which no one released the ages, couldn't, I actually had Christine helping me as well with this story, we couldn't find their ages, but they say children, not teenagers, Mm -hmm. were left home alone, and obviously she's now been charged with two two counts of child neglect, no-brainer. But I want to get off her and get onto the concept of you, the clique of six that have kids. Steve has kids. I do. And don't neglect them. Yeah, and don't <laughs> neglect them, but you actually would do this the right way, like your parents would step in and help, or... Mm-hmm. Like, is it okay for parents to go on an awesome trip, it's an awesome trip, without their kids, yeah. and maybe they spend the money to where they can't take their kids on an awesome trip? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, you have enough money to go to Disney World or Fiji. And Steve, you and your wife go, we're going to Fiji. Kid can go to Disney World in a couple years. Right? (laughs) Honest to God, though, is that okay? Yeah, I think it's fine as long as you don't use that as, like, punishment for the kids and tell them out directly. No, it's healthy. It's healthy. Yeah, yeah. Then then I think it's perfectly fine as long as you're not like, hey, kid, you you were going to go to Disneyland, but you didn't eat your broccoli, so now we're going to Fiji. Strategy, man. That's some serious strategy. (laughs) I will never forget little grandma, Grandma Buffalo. She was from Buffalo, and she was about four foot five, so I called her little grandma until she got older and said it was bad for me to call her that. Uh, Anyway, I will never forget little grandma took care of my brother and I. Oh, there's three brothers. There's Fish, Mike, and Mark. I thought and, it was Gil. Yeah, I was joking the other day. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I hate fake it was names. also Flipper. Yeah, <laughs> Flipper. So Mike and I are five years apart. We stayed with little grandma. My mom and dad went to Texas mm-hmm. on vacation together, just the two of them. And it was cool. Little grandma made it fun. They brought us back prizes. It was a good, whatever. Yeah. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. We were a straight up, my dad was worked child psychologist for school districts. We did not have a lot of money. We mm-hmm. were middle class, but straight up middle class. Middle class, yeah. Like that was their big trip for the year. Mm-hmm. And we didn't go. And I didn't. I wasn't really bothered by it. But is it okay for you, Christine, mm-hmm. to dump two years worth of a travel budget and leave the kids alone with, well, leave the kids with your mom or dad or whatever? Absolutely. They'd love it. I'd love it. What about leaving your spouse? And I just mean, I'm taking a, them with me. No, you're going to, you're going to, you know, you're like, you know what? I'm going to go with one of my girlfriends and go to Vegas for a weekend and clear my head. Yeah, that'll be fun, too. All right. and this I month. recommend you have girls trip or girls weekend, whatever you whatever money, yeah. you know, uh, your monetary situation is, whatever. Um, I think you should have a girls trip slash guys trip, a spouse trip, and then a family trip. Okay, so you're spending a lot of money that a lot of people don't have. But you don't have to have a lot of money. You just plan it. You, you budget. You can do You can do a weekend getaway without... 
you know, spending a lot of money. Unless you're my mom, but. Yeah. <laughs> Christine's mom. Christine's which mom. Which is where Christine gets it from. Loves. And she buys me the best gifts when we meet up north. She does. You know, I do this all the time, though. Like, I, I did this when I lived by myself and I was single. I would leave town sometimes and just to clear my head. So I do this all the time. Mm-hmm. Alicia doesn't. She's like, whatever, see you later. And and she died. And I've tried to tell her to do it. I, I, I maybe do it the wrong way. You should leave. I don't say it positively. <laughs> right. I think that's the problem. Just get out of the yeah. house. You're maybe pushing her out the door. Yeah, your, your luggage is already packed. I'm like, you should leave. And uh, don't worry about it. You'll uh, be fine. No, yeah, just, just go. Just, you know, just go. You roll her uh, out of there. Yeah, I, I insist. Yeah, you should see. Like, you should have seen my face when she, uh, Alicia used to own a horse. And eventually, I'm sure in the next year, she'll own another one. Uh-huh. And uh, she, we're just kind of in a holding pattern right now. So uh, she's trying to set up a trip with her horse trainer to go look at some horse and i'm like smiling from ear to ear <laughs> and she's like yeah we'll, we'll probably be gone like one or two nights i'm like that's all <laughs> like you take your time experience yeah. the stables <laughs> go away, oh, yeah. go away. sister with a braid said oh yeah mine uh, my parents used to go on a trout fishing tournament so therefore oh my ex used to go on a f- trout fishing tournament so therefore i would go on vacation with my mom there you go, go. Yeah, I, I call it running away. I think it's okay. <laughs> I call it running away. <laughs> I, I was trying to find the bad argument on this, because when I first read the story, we're talking about this story about a mom that is going to jail for child abandonment, but uh, she uh, left her two kids alone because they were mean to her and she needed a reset and went from Florida to California. That's dumb. Yeah. But I was trying to find, when I first read the story, I thought, what adult doesn't need to get away? Exactly. And then I thought of him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Steve who has had one weekend away from your kid. Well, actually, you did a Connie fish trip, so your wife your wife. Well, that's had, what I was going to say. Yeah. I, I did this very scenario where I left my wife, and, and the, the both my wife and the kid were sick at the time. Oh, and gosh. And I went to a tropical paradise with my gay best friend. Uh, <laughs> I am not gay. His other Nor gay my best, best friend. friend. Oh, okay. I can't get over your best friend. Oh, okay. Really? Okay. Good one, Steve. You're coming that's in with fine. the zingers today. He's not my best friend either, Christine. You are. No, <laughs> Yeah, so take that. We were having a conversation. I thought uh, Steve was my best friend till about five minutes ago. I'm still a little bit hurt about that. We were talking about uh, vacationing with your friends. And Steve said he went on a Connie and Fish trip with his, uh, what was it? He's my gay best friend. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. I said, I'm not gay. And he said, you're not my best friend. If it so, makes you feel or... any better, there's been a few different times in my life where people referred to me as their best friend. And I'm just like, huh. <laughs> wow! But instead, we're talking about Steve Roth, aren't we? A gay best friend. Is that really who we're talking about? Yes, we are. Okay. By the way, I mean, do we can we even talk about that story? Because it's amazing. Yeah, we can. It is okay. pretty amazing. We were uh, so we did this Connie and Fish trip, and Connie and I, and it's amazing. But yet, Steve's kind of a boosh. So Connie and I go on this vacation with a bunch of members of the Click of Six. We go to Punta Cana. Steve had just had his uh, baby and, you know, whatever. Kids born. And uh, Steve, what, what, like six months prior or something like that? Exactly a year. Yeah, there you go. Exactly a year. So Steve leaves baby and wife at home to go on this trip. We actually really wanted Brittany to go yeah. instead of Steve. Mm-hmm. But that's fine. No, so there. But Brittany wanted to stay home with baby. We go on this vacation. We go to Punta Cana. 
with this guy named Steve Roth. Connie and I meet him, and we love him. We lost Connie to cancer earlier this year. Connie and I love this guy, Steve Roth. He's single. So I want you to understand something, Christine. Mm -hmm. The entire trip, we are trying to set him up with women. Oh, my gosh. Right? Yeah. But what happens two days into the trip? Two days into the trip, my friend of, geez, at that time, he would have been 30 or uh, a friend of 15 plus years uh, came out to me uh, and said he was gay. And he's your roommate. He was my roommate in college uh, for several years, and we've known each other since middle school. Which is awesome. And he was mm-hmm. your roommate in Punta Cana. Yes, he was. This was three years ago? Two years ago? When was Two, it? Yeah. Tw- I think it was four, three, I right? think it was four years ago. Oh, wow. Now. It could be four. It could be four. At least, you know, I think it might even be, I don't know, whenever yeah. it was. Yeah. It might have been 2019. Who knows? Okay. I recently, I'm friends with Steve Roth on social media. I recently see that Steve Roth is gay. Yeah. Yeah, he's posting stuff about Pride Month. And all I'm thinking is, A, respect. You're posting things about Pride Month because it's Pride Month. And good for you for having the, uh, the, for deciding that that's your thing and to have the uh, cojones, if you will, to come out. Right? Yeah, the confidence. Mm -hmm. There it is. Confidence. Thank you. Yes. And then I think about the second thought, which is how... We kept trying to set him up with women on that trip. Did well, you he didn't come out to anybody else on the trip. Yeah, that's Only fine, me, but... and he wasn't fully comfortable doing that yet. All you, all, you had to, all you had to do was throw me a bone. <laughs> hey, he's uncomfortable with you setting him up with women. I would have figured it out. Did you feel uh, like, <laughs> I felt really? like a boosh. I felt yeah. like a boosh. You know what I mean? It's like when I tried to set you up with my brother-in-law, Christine, <laughs> and you were looking at your phone the whole time. I'm like, clearly I made a mistake Well, didn't here. you text her cousin and say she's kidnapped or something? Yeah. <laughs> Don't semantics that's just little notes on the side okay today's text question of the day christine is a flashback friday from uh what is it march 12th of 2019 what's the worst city you visited and why yours is riverton wyoming why is that again just nothing there was nothing to do there super small town where the the funnest thing you can do is go to a walmart that is if you don't just drink all the time it's most fun yeah i was gonna say that's that's (laughs) Definitely fun. You mean, oh, you mean you were correcting your grammar. What yeah, did I say? You said funnest. Whatever. That's not a word. It, okay. is, it is in the Christine dictionary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so is bleep, bleep, bleep. You're bleep. <laughs> Steve, you uh, you said that something about going to Washington, D.C. in some town right off the road in Pennsylvania. Yeah, Breezewood, Pennsylvania. It's all gas stations, hotels, convenience stores, and fast food because uh, the mayor at the time they were building the freeway decided he didn't want the freeway going to the town, so it just dumps off into the town, and you have to drive through it to get back on the freeway. For me, it was what's the, for what's the worst city you've ever visited and why for this Flashback Friday from March 12th of 2019. Today's text question of the day, it's Toledo. Toledo, Ohio. Alicia and I were on a road trip. We're going to go the long way through the Appalachians to uh, Miami for Christmas. It's going to be just an us Christmas. You know, forget the family this year, right? And we stop in Toledo to grab a little Mickey D's, which... You know, it was just happened to be the worst Mickey D's ever, whatever. But more importantly, we stop at a gas station and a fellow ginger walks up to me and starts hitting me up for money and bothering me. And it's just, it was just, it was just that we pulled off in the wrong part of Toledo. Yeah. I think the hard part is finding the right part of Toledo. There isn't much. Exactly. <laughs> there is the issue. 
gift you, though, the click of six for today's text question of the day. Worst city you visited and why? I uh, said the following. Somebody said Muncie, Indiana. Indiana, apparently, is going to be the big one, right? Number one state. Doesn't matter the city, the number one state that has been mentioned, Indiana. She said Muncie, Indiana. My best friend had a bullet hole in her bedroom window. Her neighbors, quotes, were selling drugs out of the apartment doors and windows. We were told, don't make eye contact with them. The whole town was dirty and run down and very scary at night. Okay. Somebody else said New Orleans. Went there for a convention. What a dump. Roaches even in the nicest hotel. Streets have to be hosed down every morning on Bourbon Street. It's gross. I'll never go back. It's sticky stinky. I want to go. That doesn't sway me from wanting to go. That's a bucket list city for me. You should me. go. You should I, go. The history and just Bourbon Street, all of it, it's happening. Don't bring good shoes. Okay, good to know. Yeah, seriously. Good to know. Newark, New Jersey. I ended up in the ER at Beth Israel for three days. CAT scan, stress test, $280,000 or $28,000 bill. Wow. And they never figured out what was wrong with me. Bad experience. My brother lives in Newark, New Jersey. Maybe they should visit him next time. Yeah, right. (laughs) Somebody said, I thought Memphis was absolutely filthy. There was garbage everywhere. I will never go back. But they really need to clean up that city. Memphis is a pretty dirty town. Elvis Graceland, though, is cool. I dug that. Somebody said Salt Lake City, Utah for today's text question of the day. Worst city you visited and why? Flashback Friday, March 12th, 2019. They said Salt Lake City because there were so many homeless people and there were creepers at the hotel. That's a bummer because I actually would love to see Salt Lake City, Utah. That's a bucket list. I thought it was cool. I was there. Lost, oh, did you go? What'd you go for? Uh, we were just out west and we stopped by and visited. And then uh, a Mormon nun uh, actually gave us a little tour of some of the uh, the grounds around the the big, I forget the name of the church, that huge, awesome. St. Latter-Dane's uh, Church or however you yeah, say Yeah, yeah. But that was really cool. And she told some stories and stuff. So it was a lot of fun. See, that seems like a good time to me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, before we get to the top five-ish, actually, I'm going to move this, this to the first one in the top five-ish for today's text question of the day. Worst city you visited and why? Nashville? It's my favorite, one of my favorite cities. Me too. Too many bums and shady characters downtown. Oh, shady characters downtown. Got it. Bummer. I love me some Nashville. Uh, you're more than Somebody else said Flint, Michigan. That's going to be in there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, top five is hands down Cooper, Copper Harbor, Michigan. And only for one reason gas prices. It's family run. Uh, they jack the price up extremely for gas. So if you ever go to the UP and decide to check out the very top of Michigan, get gas before you trek up north. They were really... They, they, they were really mad about that the gas. gas. They I'm were curious, really, they said they, curious they were, how much it is. You needed some Wall Street money to pay for gas, they said. I went <laughs> swimming in Copper Harbor. Really? It Did was you? freezing cold, even though it was in the middle of August. <laughs> Here's an interesting one for the top five-ish on today's text question of the day. Worst city you visited and why? Beloit, Wisconsin. Now, the reason I find this funny is uh, not funny, haha, but Beloit is uh, the old joke about Beloit. Have you ever heard that? I haven't. Tell me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's, uh, what's the noise that makes uh, it makes when you use the toilet or something like that? I can't remember the full joke right now. <laughs> I and it goes, Beloit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. One wrong turn, I was there. I should not have been. I stopped too long at a stop sign, and a man came running up to my car, aggressively yelling, I'll take you guys there this weekend. I panicked. I hit the gas so hard I peeled out while trying to manually lock and roll the windows down on my four-door Plymouth Neon. When my brain figured out I wasn't being carjacked, I realized he was saying, what you want, what you need. It was, in fact, he was trying to, uh, he thought I was trying to buy drugs. I was 19. I'm from a very small farm town. I was scared out of my mind. 
those windows, I swear I was cracking them down and everything. It took me 10 years and four lives. It took 10 years and four lives out of my nine. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Tijuana in the top five is for the text question of the day. Worst city you visited and why? I spent 30 minutes in Tijuana. I was looking around when a guy grabbed my arm and said he was taking me to his bar for a drink. I yelled, no, sir. And hightailed it back to the gate to leave and almost got detained because I was in such a hurry trying to leave. <laughs> they thought I was in trouble. Number three. What's the worst city you visited and why? Flashback Friday, March 12, 2019. Put in Bay, Ohio. My husband and I were there three years ago. It was a tourist trap full of divorced people hitting on my husband. Oh, cool. What? <laughs> and I was uh, just like, Our Alicia, yeah. have you heard of Put in Bay? Alicia, we need to go to Put in Bay. <laughs> uh, and I, apparently, a bunch of drunk people. Oh my God, it sounds wonderful. <laughs> Number two is Gary, Indiana. They said you need a tetanus shot just to pass through it. Gary, Indiana is a good go to. That was yes, a is. huge answer from people today. Oh, yeah, it's smelly. So many people said Gary, Indiana. Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana. Won't you? Is, that their, is that their slogan? No, it's a song. Is that their song? It's an the, old, the official song of Gary, Indiana? It's an old musical song. It's an old song from a musical. Back in the day, I don't know if you guys know this, but I played Emil Beck in South Pacific. I was the youngest person ever at Langsburg High School to uh, have the lead role in the play. Remember that, Steve? I do remember that. Who wouldn't kiss me? Oh, Jenny, yeah, right? Yeah, our old intern. Nope, not Jen, our old intern. <laughs> that would be creepy. She would uh, not have been in high school at that point. Jennifer, Jennifer Stute. Yep, yeah, yep. Stute, yep. Yeah. Who later was our uh, intern. Nope, she wasn't. <laughs> exact name, Jennifer nope, Stute. Nope, it was weird. That I, is really weird. I wanted her internship over with before it even began. <laughs> it's terrible. It's just a constant reminder of rejection. Finally, number one. What's the worst city you visited and why? Anywhere in Ohio, guys. It's the armpit of the nation. Mm. Hamburger. I've, I've said for years, just cut out Ohio and move it to Russia. <laughs> just lift them up. See you Can guys we later. Keep Cedar Point, though. Yes. I know Sandusky's cool. Sandusky <laughs> is cool. Kalahari's there. Cedar yeah. Point's there. Yeah. Sandusky, Ohio, will keep. But the rest of Ohio. Bye. 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 You ready to get funky? In your face radio, check out the dynamic duo. Goodbye. What kind of a name is fish? One fish, two fish. Oh, you gotta go fish. Shaka Connie, Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. Wake up. I don't wanna get up. 